Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we are cracking the event code, how to boost your business through strategic positioning and attending events and getting the most out of them. And why? Because Candace and I did the numbers. You know how much we love doing our numbers. And we realized after analyzing our business over the last 12 months that we have garnered over 40% of our revenue directly tied back reverse engineered to attending events. And we're often really surprised when people aren't willing to invest in attending events because we see the ROI and we get it. Flights, hotels, food, events, tickets, it can all sound like a lot of upfront cost, but we want you while you're listening to this episode to open up your mind to the idea that if you do it right, the clever girl way, It's just an investment in your business and the ROI is definitely there. So let's break it down. Candace has the recipe. She taught me the recipe. I love it. I'm living it. I'm reaping the rewards. We're getting going. We are getting going. So we are actually thinking about this. It's top of mind for us because we're attending one of our favorite events of the year. It's happening in July in Las Vegas. It's called Forward and it's put on by Neil Dingra. So we're super excited about being there. And so that's why we wanted to talk to you about events today. And as I do with a lot of the things that I teach, I like to use the before, during, and after framework because so many of my clients are operating reactively and they're thinking about things after the fact. But if you just can simply break down probably a lot of the things in your business in these three parts, what's happening before, what's happening during, what's happening after, whether we're talking about a transaction, whether we're talking about going to an event, whether we're talking about having a guest on your podcast, what happens before, what happens during, what happens after. So if you just think about those things, I think you'll set yourself up for success in a lot of different areas of your business. But we are doing it today specifically on events. How do you get that ROI? So before the event, what do you need to do? So this is going to sound soft, but you know how we are ninjas when it comes to mastering your branding, your marketing, your money, your manifesting. And before you even get to the event, before you even hop on the plane, before you're even maybe packing last minute, because maybe sometimes Candace and I do that too when we're traveling internationally, mm-hmm. we want you to set an intention for the event. And I'm not talking about just having something in your head. I'm talking about really kind of giving some thought to it and writing down your intention on paper, on a post-it note, maybe that you stick on the back of a notebook that you are bringing with yourself to the event. And so I'll share an example because as soon as you set an intention, you also want to set a goal. You guys know our feelings on goals. They're not scary. They're not boogeymen. You can set a goal. It can be your friend. It does not mean you're a failure if you don't meet it by some arbitrary date. So to share an example, 
Candace mentioned that we are really excited to attend forward again. This will be my second time attending it. So I actually have some different intentions and goals this time around. However, in July of 2022, it was my first time going and Candace had invited me. You were still living in Vegas at the time. And so Mm -hmm. I got to crash with you. We had girls nights, drinks, dinner. It was so much fun, but I didn't know anybody. So for an introvert, that's probably really overwhelming if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, what do you mean I have to attend an event? Like there were what, five or 600 people at Forward last year? Oh yeah, at least least 600. Yeah, Yeah. at least. So can you imagine like if I went there by myself, I would have been a fly on the wall, like total wallflower. However, because I had Candice with me and Candice, that was your second time of attending Mm -hmm. My intention was just to be open to meeting anyone, like making connections that of people that you had known, or maybe us introducing ourselves like together with the podcast that we were going to be launching in a few months Mm -hmm. and really just being open to learning and being a sponge. Like I didn't really have any more of an aggressive intention um, than that. And then my goal was to just really make 10 meaningful quality connections. And how do I define a quality connection? Not just like a meet and greet, exchange business cards, follow each other on Instagram. Okay, bye, peace, like catch you later, like maybe between the sessions. No, like actually sitting down and having a conversation for longer than 10 minutes with a person. Mm -hmm. So when you are thinking about, you know, your event schedule or potential events that you want to attend, it's really helpful to find out who's going to be there in advance. If you don't have a secret ace up your sleeve, like I had Candace, who was basically telling me and giving me the lowdown on everyone, mm-hmm. you know, connect with them on LinkedIn, connect with them on Instagram, TikTok ahead of time. That shouldn't be what you do in person, right, Candace? That's not the best use of the live energy. No, I love to know who's going to be at events so I can just say, oh my gosh, you're going to that event too. I'm going to be there. I can't wait. I hope that we meet up. I would love to have coffee. I would love to grab something to eat with you. Like that is what you want to do before. It's helping you be proactive. It's putting you in front of people. Mm -hmm. It's letting them know that you're open to connecting and meeting. And sometimes, you know, people are nervous about reaching out. So if you're the one that reaches out, that's, that's really helpful. A lot of the time. So I know as an introvert, that sometimes can be hard, but just sharing commonality like, hey, are are you going to that event? I'm going to. I just got my ticket. What day do you land? Like just silly small talk, I guess, Mm -hmm. but also with the intention of building a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I usually load the small talk. So maybe it's not exactly small talk. Yeah. The moment you said that, I was like, really, Candice? Are you a podcast right now? (laughs) I mean, it's just starting a conversation. Conversation That's starter, nice. not, yeah. Then we go into the deep, like, bear your soul. Exactly. What is your life? What is your vision? <laughs> I don't even <laughs> have to ask. They just tell me. Seriously. Crazy. Yeah. Vault, Scorpio. They just <laughs> love to dump the secrets. All right. What else do we recommend? Oh, not just DMing them, right? But yeah. So one way to get them to kind of reach out to you mm-hmm. is just sharing your excitement. So if you just bought your ticket or you are, you know, you just got your flight and you know when you're flying in and you want to just let people know that you are going to be in Vegas, perhaps you can just be like, hey, can't wait for the forward event. I'm going to be in Vegas on these days. What should I do while I'm there? Just letting people know that you're going to the event will likely get people in your world to be like, oh, me too. Or, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, my friend's going 
going there. Oh, every year I see it and I've been meaning to go, Hello. right? Like that kind of conversation will help you to make those connections. Yes, absolutely. And as much as it is about you connecting with everyone there, with which if you talk to any event host worth their salt, they'll say that, yes, the speakers are great. Yes, the keynote's great. But the qualities and the connections you make with the people in the audience, the other people there, we still want you to give love to the hosts. So when you're sharing, oh, right, Candice, like please, it gets so overlooked yes. sometimes. It's a lot of work to put on an event. And so if you are excited about something, you want to tag the event host, tag whoever is in charge over there, let them know that you appreciate it, you're excited. They are also likely to share that. And if they share that, you're now in front of their audience as well. So we got to be strategic in the way that you're thinking about this, always operating, obviously, genuinely, mm-hmm. but don't overlook the power of a tag. Yep. So true. And then this next piece of advice, some people listening might laugh, but we're serious here because branding is everything, every little detail. And that includes your wardrobe, especially the first time that a lot of people that you might've, if you're following our advice connected online first, and then they meet you IRL, so to speak. So planning your outfit, that's a thing. We want you to do it right? It's absolutely a thing. You might want to consider (laughs) staying on brand with your color palette. You might want to consider, depending on the type of event, we're going to an event specifically, talks a lot about social media creation, content creation, that kind of thing. And so I feel like those events are typically a little bit more casual. Like you're not going to see people walking around in suits, most likely. It's like kind of jeans, sneakers kind of vibe. But a lot of creators you will see, like our friend Dustin was definitely wearing his t-shirt Massive agent. Yeah. Yeah. Massive agent. Right. So, like, um, a lot of people like to, you know, rep their brand in that kind of way at this type of an event. But you just want to make sure that you understand the feel because, like, we're going to a mastermind in Miami where it would be way less appropriate to just like wear a t shirt with our podcast name on, like, you know, at at the party. Mm -hmm. It's different. So, you want to understand the vibe of the event and then, you know, dress accordingly and on brand for you. Yeah. I'll use my. Venn diagram analogy again for this. It's like understand the audience and the atmosphere and then understand your brand and how it shows up consistently online and your colors and then overlay the two and where those two intersect. That's a great place to start with your wardrobe planning. I already know that I'm wearing my on-brand Nikes that I just got a couple months ago. I love it. Well, you're always on the go and probably at the airport even as we're recording this. I will be at the airport in about 12 hours. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love it. Last bit of advice, probably already kind of can guess this based on how we started about sharing our before event SOP, but find a buddy. Don't try to do it alone. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you're feeling overwhelmed and introverted and just that you kind of want to like go up and hide back in your hotel room, there's probably somebody else that could really use a lifeline. So either reach out ahead of time or ask somebody, um, or just, you know, subtly kidnap your friend, duct tape them and like put them on the plane and come with you. you I don't think we're allowed to say that on the podcast. I don't know. I think that like if the FBI is listening or something, I don't know. Okay. Wow. We have the FBI listening to not nice clever now. I mean, I don't know. They listen to a lot of things. I think brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Hypothetical and hyperbole. Just there's that show that I listened. I I watched way too much Dateline. Yeah. I mean, okay. true crime is part of your brand. Yeah, we haven't talked is. about that in a while. I think, feel like you need to talk about true crime again. Well, we, we just dropped a little nugget there. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so this also is really helpful. If you buy your ticket and you get your room at the event 
and you just like were bold enough to just do that by yourself solo, Mm. it's a lot easier to call your friend and say, hey, I have a room in Vegas on this night. I'm going to this really cool event. Do you want to stay with me? That's better. Because they're like, oh, that's like, oh, that's easy. She already got the room. She's already going like... I can do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So that is something that um, might entice your friends to just finally snag their ticket and go. They know that they have a place to stay. Yeah, that breaks less laws too. So I think the (laughs) FBI will be happy with that too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next part is during the event, then what do you do? So it kind of depends on the event type. Mm -hmm. If it's a two-hour kind of thing, that the actions might be different than if it's a two-day kind of thing. Right. But here are some best practices and you can take them and adapt them um, as you will. So if it's a two-day event, definitely, like we'd mentioned earlier, make plans to meet up with people between the sessions. If it is an event hosted by someone as fantastic as Neil, who hosts Forward, they will build in those bio breaks for you because we are human beings at the end of the day. And we need time to chat, stretch our legs, grab a glass of water, use a restroom. Um, And so that's a great time to set up those mini kind of meet and greets, if you will, right? Like if your goal at the, you know, the next event you're going to is just intentionally make 10 quality connections with who knows where that could lead to 12 months from now that's a great time to take advantage of that. So you can grab coffee before people are going to need coffee. They're traveling. It's jet lag. Um, it's also Vegas. So the neon lights are always on. Um, you could do lunch together, um, or go to happy hour after the event. I know we did that last year. We just went to a bar in the, in the hotel where the event was and it was super cool. There were like six or seven of us and I got to like talk with each of them. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah. We love it. The next thing you can do is you can make sure that you are grabbing content while you're at the event. You Mm. want to, once again, tag speakers, tag event leaders, take pictures with that girl you met from Texas, tag her too. People (laughs) all want to be seen, heard, and valued. If you meet someone and they're cool, you can snap a picture and say, hey, if you need an agent in Texas, this is your girl, Mm -hmm. right? Like say something nice. That person is going to reshare that. You're growing your network little by little. Do it. Also, you want to build FOMO in your audience, right? Like you want your audience to be like, damn, she's always doing cool stuff. Like that matters. So it's a thing. It works. Share where you are and what you're doing. It helps you to become what we like to call that girl. Become that girl. You can do that by letting people be like, damn, she's really everywhere. I feel like Yes, it's true that I'm always at the airport, but I probably say it more than I am and people Mm -hmm. believe it. Like people tell me like, oh, where are you going next? Like they have something to talk to me about. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for my airport outfit pics, right? (laughs) Yes, your fit check. I did that when I went to Japan. Exactly. Everyone is used to it because I've been doing it consistently. Mm -hmm. And so they think I'm everywhere. I'm probably only like two places a month. Yeah. But it's about building. Is that a lot? I don't know. No, it is a lot. Oh, well, I, in my head, I was like, and then the rest of the time she's on the couch watching Dateline. That was, that I was mean, what I said in my head. <laughs> I mean, I'm now I'm like cooking and listening to Dateline on a okay. podcast. But yeah. Mm-hmm. We're evolving. Basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the next one? Well, so this tip is really important because I know you hear this in your consulting sessions, Candice. It's like, oh, but when I get to the event, there's just so much going on and I just don't have time to post. And those are excuses because... Mm-hmm. 
you can find time, train yourself, make it a habit, ingrain it to just snap a picture here, get a two, three second video clip there. Do that three to four times throughout the course of the day. And then when you're home in your, not home, but in your hotel room, showered, lying in bed, watching Netflix, you can then share all of those, those pieces of content that you got to your story or put together a little reel, you know, using an app if you're not great at editing. And then that way you can balance being present in the moment while also still capturing content to share with your audience after the fact. And they're not even going to know the difference, right? I think that's one of the biggest things is getting in the habit of capturing content, even if you don't know what you're going to use it for. Mm -hmm. Like I have definitely just gone back and gotten clips from the last four events that I've gone to and put it together in a reel altogether, which I never had a plan to do that. But since I have that folder in my phone Mm -hmm. from every event that I go to, it's really easy to just grab something and add some trending music and put some thoughtful words to the screen or do a voiceover or something like that. Mm -hmm. So get in the habit of capturing content, even if you don't know what you're going to do with it. Absolutely. And if you do this enough, your partner like Dom will say, oh, are we capturing B-roll? Okay, I'm going to just go over here while you capture B-roll. Dom is like, you know, we're not going to Italy for you not to capture content, right? (laughs) (laughs) So he's all on board. And I'm like, can you get some content of me like walking? Like if I'm not paying attention, just get content of me in front of you or whatever. So he's now learned to just snag little clips. It's usually me looking terrible, but you know, baby steps. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll train him, but at least he's taking the action and not just staring at you like you have three heads. So no, no, no. He, he's all about, you know, he's trying to be, um, he's trying to get me to be his sugar mama. So anything to support that he's about sugar baby got to support the sugar mama. Okay. Last tip during the event, super important because you can actually easily screenshot this and turn this into a carousel for content. So you can pull up the notes app on your phone and just as you are attending different sessions or having conversations with new people that always sparks creativity and spontaneity, just jot down whatever it is that stood out to you most, um, in the event and really pay attention. Like when somebody says something and it hits you, and you react to it, it's like, oh, there's something there. Like, I want to share that, or I want to like kind of expand on that. And again, it's like getting into that habit of capturing content, getting into the habit, like, oh my gosh, Cole Hatter just dropped some fire information about financial advice. I'm going to just jot down mm-hmm. that quick motto so I can remember it and kind of like research it later. And then at the end of the event, especially two day event, you're going to have a wealth of those little nuggets. And let me tell you, People who don't go to the events love the Mm -hmm. little nugget downloads that you share, right? They absolutely do. Yep. So helpful. Mm -hmm. And then one other note about the note taking, Um, when you do meet new people, also jot down some information about them. You know, the important stuff, like how they like their coffee, their Zodiac sign, the name of their dog, you know, just the highlights, right, Kendra? Just the important things. Love it. Yes. Just the important, not profession, not not (laughs) how you met them. (laughs) Going back to um, what you wear to an event, Mm. I like to wear something that's easy for someone to be like, oh, the girl in the red over there. Like, I want someone to be able to easily describe me, point me out in a room so that if they meet someone who they think I should connect with, they'll be like, oh, you have to meet Candace. She's over there in the green jacket, right? Like, whatever it is to make it really easy to get someone to see you and point you out in a crowd. Yeah. The girl in the leather jacket. That will be the girl in the ostrich coat. 
what I don't know. Oh wow, where did you pull that? <laughs> Have you been looking on like Italian? I think I, I probably. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what yeah. just happened. You know, probably. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, after the event, which is usually the only thing that people think about, but then they get to the after and they're like, I wish I dropped content, right? So um, after the event, I want you to make sure that you do this one thing because it's going to immediately make you stand out from the crowd. I would like you to email either a speaker or the host, maybe both, and share a few things that you're doing as a result of the event as a result of their talk Mm -hmm. okay no one's doing that and you're going to immediately stand out send a gift if you want it could be cookies it could be flowers it could be whatever you want to send but send something nice okay i specifically don't want you to say hey i learned xyz i want you to say I learned this and as a result, I'm doing this because it feels so good as someone, you know, Kat and I are on stage often and we're talking to audiences and we know that 99% of the people in the audience are not going to take all action on all the things that we're teaching, right? Mm -hmm. But just to get a message from someone and them say, hey, Kat, hey, Candice, I learned this and I'm doing this. I'm going to send you my first reel. I'm going to do whatever it is. Um, because I was really impacted by the knowledge you had to share. Like that keeps speakers excited and going. They want to know that they've made an impact on you and not just that you heard something, but that you're doing something with it. Mm -hmm. So let them know. I don't want you to like dump on them. I just want you to say, thank you. I'm doing this. I appreciate you. Yeah. Because I I love that you brought that up because I feel that that is a huge misconception that people have about speakers, about workshop facilitators. Like we're not up there just to hear ourselves talk, or at least I'm not. That's not my Mm ethos. I know that's not yours either, Candice. And we just know, though, being introverts, the most efficient way for us to share a message that can inspire people to take action is in a one-to-many format of speaking, which is why we love it. But truly, we do it to with the hopes of facilitating a transformation getting you to take mm-hmm. action like that is like a like i was about to say like a drug okay but i you already like through the fbi I'm it lights know. us up it's it the lights reason we keep going yeah yeah it's why it we is. have our podcast you know for real so you know take the time to send that email send the gift um, I have never been in the event production industry, but I have many close friends and you as well, Candice, that have. And oh my gosh, it is a special brand of chaos to be able to pull it off. So it really, really is. Um, so, so say thank you. People remember that. Mm-hmm. The next thing you can do is go back to that library of content that you've created while you're at the event mm-hmm. and make some recap reels. Share what you've learned from specific speakers. Share what you're taking away. You know, what did Gary Vee teach you that day? Tell your people because it's also allowing you to put yourself in proximity to people who are doing cool shit. Mm -hmm. And that is really helpful, right? Like if I go to an event and I say, hey, I learned this from Ryan Serhant. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, she was in a room with Ryan Serhant. Right. And it's something really small, but it does help to build trust and credibility when people know that you are learning from the best in the industry. Absolutely. Or working alongside the best in the industry. There we go. All of it, you know, powerful. Language. I mean, bo- both of those things, yeah. you know, at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So another thing that you can do is plan meetups, virtual or in person, depending on where the event is, where y'all traveled from, to continue um, fostering those relationships with those quality connections that you made. Um, And I would also recommend, we would recommend setting a regular cadence of follow-up with the people that you took notes on. And if you dropped it into your database, um, I know like we do have a lot of agents who listen to our podcast, so it might be follow up boss or KB core or whatever it is you're using. I use clay, which is kind of like an agnostic, um, you know, relationship management system, but you know, just use technology to help remind you and support you in all of these follow-ups. Cause you're not going to remember it on your own. Right. Right. You're that, not. that drops off. Yep. Totally. And I, Another little thing that you can do that really helps is if you have something like Calendly, I'm using Calendly, you can make an event type. So I have an event type called a virtual coffee date. It's 20 minutes and I can literally text someone and say, hey, lending giant, it was great to meet you um, at the event. I would love to, you know, chat sometime if you want to have a virtual coffee date with me, here's the link. And then they could just pick a date and time, make it real easy. You don't have to go back and forth on about calendars, but it's just a way to allow people to connect with you kind of seamlessly. Mm-hmm. I love it. So if you've enjoyed today's episode and you want to grab all our secrets in written form, you can go over to www.notniceclever.com and grab our cracking the event code guide. Boost your business, boost your life. Have fun, meet new people. Who knows where will life take you? See you at the airport. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question, we'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off, you're not so nice, but also clever, besties that mean business. See you next week.